Lesson 1. How the fantastic potential of your primitive autoconscious can work for you. Your sleeping primitive autoconscious. Primitive autoconscious is your instinctive prehistoric mind. As life advanced from the more instinctive stage of the fish, amphibia, reptiles, and birds to the more intellectual stage of the higher apes and man, it found less and less need for the remarkable control exerted over by its primitive autoconscious and more and more need for its reasoning powers. Man, as a consequence, lost the staggering psychic and muscular control with which the primitive autoconscious endowed the older but lower forms of life. He evolved as a substitute a comparatively thick cerebral cortex, the outer gray covering of his brain, which houses his conscious and subconscious minds. When you were growing up, in fact, you lost still more of your primitive autoconscious. It was better developed in you anatomically when you were an infant. Your cerebral cortex was thinner then too, which indicates that your reasoning powers were even less insignificant at that stage of your life and therefore interfered less with your primitive autoconscious. It has turned out, however, that your occupation and your everyday life in the onward march of civilization are in greater need than ever before of your primitive autoconscious. Important decisions no longer depend solely upon clear-headed thinking, as Presidents Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson have implied. Others like Clark Gable, Rudolph Valentino, Gene Harlow, and obviously Marilyn Monroe, and other unforgettable motion picture glamour stars use but one little trick of their unknown selves to catapult themselves into fame and fortune. Your logic and your reasoning, as well as your physical skills, can help you just so far. Your instinct or your primitive autoconscious takes over the stage after that and sometimes completely disrupt your most thoroughly studied conclusions that have been based on your keenest logic and skill. Fortunately, you have not lost your primitive autoconscious. It still constitutes a large section of your brain and it still functions in you involuntarily or instinctively. Its staggering psychic and muscular control still lies dormant within you as demonstrated by the unbelievable achievements which people are capable of when under hypnosis. Its control, furthermore, can be reawakened in you and used consciously for performing the fantastic. For example, you probably can no longer wiggle your ears at will, but you still possess the muscles to do it. You could, if you wish, encourage these muscles to wiggle your ears again. You can acquire incredible psychic and physiological power through reawakening even a fraction of your primitive autoconscious. You can use it to develop unusual health, fascinate others with your thoughts, entrance them with your grace of movement, draw people to you like bees to honey, control their minds even from great distances, learn any skill in a fraction of the time of before, arouse intense sexual desire in the opposite sex with your mere presence, increase muscle power, Ten times your mind alone. Star in any sport in which you have some talent. Improve your eyesight and your hearing immeasurably. Win back a facilitating suitor or a wavering husband. Extract the past history of an object by merely holding it in your hand. Find out quickly what is going on in a certain place thousands of miles away without even being there. Find the location of another mine in the same general locality as that of another. See and hear from enormous distances. Attract people in your general locality who feel as you do about certain projects or ideas. Draw to you needed knowledge and information. Contact the past and future with your mind. With it, as you will be shown, the psychic master even sees through the earth, dissolves a cloud, appears to make mountains move, and performs no end of miracles. The two scientific proofs of the pudding. 
Two, indisputable scientific proof exists that anybody can reawaken his primitive autoconscious to alter his whole being and his whole life. The first is a pathological proof which could be demonstrated on any such unfortunate victim in the course of a few years. The second is a psychopathic proof which could be displayed by anybody in an instant. Should the proper situation present itself, these two proofs are syphilis and hysteria. First proof, syphilis. Leading pathologists call syphilis a great imitator. Its clinical manifestations are legion, for it can involve any organ or tissue and can simulate practically any disease. In other words, everybody's tissues contain an unknown quality which, when subjected to the proper pathological stimulus, can, within a period of a few months or years, imitate practically any disease from which the body can suffer. Second proof, hysteria. Hysteria is strictly a mental condition, yet the hysteric can develop the symptoms of any disease which he believes he has, even though all physical tests of his tissues are found to be normal. In war, for instance, many a soldier has acquired hysterical blindness after narrowly escaping bodily mutilation himself, but then watching, a moment later, his own buddy being blown to bits. Other soldiers who have been assigned to bury their putrefying dead have lost their sense of smell. Another name for hysterical disease is psychosomatic disease. These can vary from practically any kind of skin disease, muscular disease, respiratory disease, heart disease, gastrointestinal disease, genital urinary disease, glandular dysfunction, nervous system disease, in fact, disease of any part of the body. The hysteric merely has to convince himself that he possesses the melody and he will develop all the symptoms. He cannot easily be persuaded that he does not possess it either. Despite the obvious clinical and laboratory findings, should he remain convinced too long that he does have the disease, his tissues will respond to his conviction and develop that disease. What does all this prove? It proves that the psychic power command of the hysteric is so compelling that it can actually convert his mind or body into any state he believes it is. His tissues can actually degenerate simply because he is convinced that they have. His psychic power command overrules the logical reasoning of his conscious mind and orders his primitive autoconscious to alter his mind or body into whatever condition he believes it has fallen into. He becomes, in fact, what he imagined he is. The obvious conclusion. Now, if you acquire the same control of your mind and body which the hysteric possesses, but did so sanely and constructively, what wonders can you engender in your life? However, your conscious, logical mind won't let you, and your psychic power has become subordinated to it over the years. Cyclomancy, the secret of psychic power control, will liberate your psychic power from such subordination. That is how miracles are performed. The hysterical soldier became blind in an instant because he refused to see any more and convinced himself that he had lost his sight. Beneficially, on the other hand, many a blind person has regained his lost sight in an instant simply because he believed totally in his healer and was convinced that he was seeing again. These two scientific proofs of the pudding show that tissues of your mind and body already possess an inherent quality which enables them, with the proper pathological stimulation, to imitate nearly every disease if given the necessary time or opportunity. They also prove that your psychic power, when strong enough, can change the condition of your mind and body practically in any way it wants through its control over your primitive autoconscious. Learn what your primitive autoconscious is and how to put it under psychic power control. 
the composition of your primitive autoconscious. Anatomically, your primitive autoconscious consists of 10 significant parts of your brain. These are first part, your psychic power center, the silent area of your brain or your forehead and temple areas. Second part, your sensations recording center, your thalamus. Third part, your organs control center, your hypothalamus. Fourth part, your muscle coordination center, your extrapyramidal nervous system. Fifth part, your brain horns, your psychic power artillery, your optic nerves and retina. Sixth part, your seeing and hearing reflex centers, your superior and inferior colliculi. Seventh part, your primitive seeing center and your highest visual center, your external geniculate bodies and your occipital lobes. Eighth part, your primitive hearing center, your medial geniculate bodies. Ninth part, your psychic power vision, your eyeball. Tenth part, your psychic power hearing, your auditory nerves and your temporal lobes. Descriptions of the ten parts of your primitive autoconscious. First part, your psychic power center differs microscopically from the adjoining areas of your brain and contains a tested, astounding power over your mind and body which your conscious and subconscious minds do not. Since this cortex has not been adequately analyzed, the mysterious power of this part of your brain has to be your psychic power, for it has not been found to be anything else. Scientifically, this center has been proven to control your power of attention, your memory, your digestion, your heart, kidney functions, your respiration, your blood pressure, your sensations of pain, temperature, and pressure. It has also connected to many of your most important messages receiving sensory areas such as your somesthetic area and your visual and auditory areas. Your psychic power center, in brief, is the most important region of your brain to develop for your unknown self. Once you learn how to rule your body with it, you can control, at will, your lungs, your heart, your liver, and kidney functions, your digestion, your bowel movements, your blood pressure, your muscle coordination, your body temperature, and much more, as well as perform mental and physical feats which confound other people. It is like the one-eyed Cyclops, Cyclomancy. Without it, Cyclops was a helpless giant. With it, he was invincible. Except for your highest visual center, the other parts of your primitive autoconscious are not psychic power centers. They do, however, rule your muscles and various nervous systems. Your psychic power center is able to control your whole body only because it can rule all these other parts of your primitive autoconscious. Second part, your sensations recording center is a region of your brain where you first feel pain, differences in temperature and pressure, the position and movements of parts of your body, and contact over your hair-clad parts, all before your conscious mind is aware of them. Your conscious mind then retrains and refines these sensations before it lets you respond to them. By ruling your sensations recording center with psychic power, therefore you can control your feelings of pain, temperature, pressure, and pleasure. You can endure intense cold, for instance, and you can feel so warm that you perspire. You can fill yourself with so much vibrant heat at will that you can arouse intense sexual desire in the opposite sex with your mere presence. You can banish awkwardness and acquire thrilling physical grace by developing a high degree of sensitivity to the position and movement of parts of your body. 
that applies even to your speech. In lovemaking, playing a musical instrument, typing, or any skill requiring the use of your fingers, even including dentistry, surgery, nursing, massage, beauty parlor, operator, and many, many others, you can excel by applying just the right pressure with your digits. Third part, your organs control center is a command center both for your fighting nervous system and for your loving nervous system. It is also the command center for your emotions since both your fighting and your love nervous system control all living functions of your body. You can control all the living functions of your body as well as your emotions at will. Once you acquire psychic power control over your organs control center, you can then, for instance, tremendously increase or decrease your appetite at will. In that way, you can control your weight with it. Unless your weight is changing due to a pathological reason, which then will require treatment. You can encourage your bowels to move regularly. Banish fear and nervousness. Fill yourself with invincible confidence. Burst with tireless energy. As an impractical example for you, the yogi, by controlling both his sensations recording and his organ control centers, can put himself into a state of suspended animation for weeks at a time and still live. Fourth part, your muscle coordination center controls your muscle coordination. With it, under psychic power control, you could perform incredible feats of the body balance without practice. Increase your muscle power 10 times more than your muscles grow in size. Never get tired. Master much any skill requiring the use of your muscles, such as any sport activity for which you possess talent, be it golf, tennis, track and field, basketball, wrestling, acrobatics, water sports, skating, skiing, swimming, ping pong, volleyball, baseball, football, weightlifting, Master much easier such social muscular activities as dancing, ballet, dancing, bowling, modeling, graceful walking on the streets or platform, driving a car, riding a bicycle. Muscle coordination saves you a tremendous amount of effort in anything you undertake physically, and yet it multiplies your muscle power and efficiency. Take an actual but simple example of muscle coordination and see how your muscle coordination center will do wonders for you. How your biceps lift a light weight step-by-step. Step Step 1. Your biceps, the prime mover of the weight, contracts to lift the light weight. Step 2. Your triceps, its antagonist, is immediately relaxed by your muscle coordination center in order to let your biceps contract without opposition. Step 3. But your triceps do not relax completely, for they contract, too, to break your biceps. They contract less than your biceps, however. Step 4. The fixation muscles of your elbows also contract to steady your elbow joints and let your biceps lift the light weight with the least waste of effort. And so, your biceps lift the light weight. How your biceps lift a heavier weight, step by step. Step 1. When you lift a heavier weight, your biceps contract more forcibly. Step 2. Your triceps again immediately relaxes. But, thanks to your muscle coordination center, it also contracts still more in order to put a stronger break on your biceps. Step 3. Additional fixation muscles, which contracted only feebly before. Also contract more forcibly now to steady your shoulder and wrist joints in addition to your elbow joint in order to let your biceps lift the heavier weight with the least waste of effort. This, again, is due to your muscle coordination center controlling your muscles. And so, your biceps lift the heavier weight. How your biceps lift a heavy weight, step by step. Step 1. 
When you lift a heavy weight with your biceps, nearly all the muscle fibers in your biceps contract. Step two, your triceps once more immediately relaxes, but it also contracts even more strongly to break your biceps. Step three, your muscle coordination center now causes practically all the muscles of your body to contract as fixation muscles in order to stabilize all the joints of your body and let your biceps lift the heavy weight with the least waste of effort. The muscles of your feet and legs, for example, contract to lock your ankles and knees in order to maintain your posture against the downward pull of the heavy weight. Those of your hips contract to lock your hip joints and keep them extended in their erect posture. Those of your back, chest, and abdomen contract to hold your head erect, as well as to hold your shoulder girdle and your thorax. Even the muscles in your face and brow contract into a frown as a result of the psychic power and determination exerted by your mind. In brief, by stabilizing your different joints during the lifting effort, all these sets of muscles allow your biceps to lift the heavy weight with smoothness and economy of strength. That enables it also to lift as much heavier weight and with much less energy than it could lift without their coordination. When you rule your muscle coordination center with psychic power, then you will become Herculean in power without even training. You will become as graceful as a swan without even practicing. And you will go about your daily chores as if you are tireless. You will also master new skills requiring grace, agility, rhythm, with astounding speed. Fifth part, your brain horns, your psychic power artillery is for psychic power projection too and psychic power reception from outside your body. It consists mainly of your optic nerves and your retina. Your retina is an outgrowth of your brain and a true nervous system of its own. It is unlike any other sense organ. With the various heat, rave, and wave projections from your brain horns, you can send from it or receive in it messages or commands from any distance. With it, you can influence the health of people near you or far away. When friends and control people and exert psychokinesis or psychic power upon inorganic substances. Sixth part, your seeing and hearing reflex centers, your superior and inferior colliculi, save you a tremendous amount of energy every day. They are not concerned with sensations, but with reflexes. They bring you eye-catching poise by developing economy of motion and enable your mind to function while you are in action to its maximum efficiency. That makes you very effective in business and social life. It also adds immeasurably to the attractiveness of your appearance. Seventh part, your primitive scene center and your highest visual center. By awakening your primitive scene center, you automatically possess two important visual centers instead of one. That alone blesses you with a power of sight which you never before possessed. You can then read much faster than you possess four eyes instead of two. By also developing your highest visual center later, you increase your power to recognize, determine and identify color, and form and acquire a keener artistic eye. You can do likewise when in motion and excel at skills, callings, and sports as you never could before. Eighth part, your primitive hearing center. With the mysterious cochlear electricity which it possesses and which you can develop enormously, your hearing can more nearly approximate the hyperacuity of the hysteric and the radar hearing of the bat. Ninth part, your psychic power vision. By acquiring the ability of psychic power vision, the psychic master can acquire 
the microscopic and the telescopic eye and see through matter and peer into distances. By creating an astral tube, you, yourself, can see astrally at enormous distances. You can even reach out with the power in your eyes and touch people 20 feet away with it. For practical purposes, you can improve markedly both your near and distant vision. Tenth part, your psychic power hearing enables you to improve your own hearing considerably to unmask sounds with amazing proficiency when a great many sounds are heard at once to feel sounds even before you hear them to multiply your efficient reactions to sound with your psychic power driven cochlear electricity to create an astral ear to receive sounds from faraway distances and to improve your own hearing remarkably as the blind do in summary by reawakening your primitive autoconscious, you can regain a superhuman amount of your dormant powers from head to foot mentally, physically, and astrally. That is why the potentials of your primitive autoconscious are so fantastic. In the next lesson, you will start to reawaken them. Learn first how to drive your psychic power into them to reawaken them. Three steps for driving your psychic power into any part of your body. No matter what part of your brain or body you want to command with psychic power, always use the same technique. It consists of three simple steps. These are Step 1. Give the command in your conscious mind. But if your conscious mind lacks the ability to execute it, transfer the command to your psychic power center. This step is done easily. Just think out your command and then send it to your forehead. Step 2. Drive your psychic power command from your forehead to and through the whole length of the nerve which carries it into the part of your brain or body which you want to rule. Step 3. Now, implant your psychic power command into that part and it will incite it to do it as you wish. In lesson 2, you will be taught how to execute these three steps with stupendous power and you will then instantly tower over others. The dynamic concealed in your protoplasmic irritability. You are able to drive your psychic power command through your nerves into any part of your brain or body because of the dynamic concealed in your protoplasmic irritability. Irritability is a fundamental property common to all protoplasm and your nerves. Like all other living tissue are composed of protoplasm. Everybody, though, differs protoplasmically. Each person carries his own distinct odor, as a dog or a cat can easily detect. Each individual has its own aura color, aura shape, and telepathic receptivity. The irritability of protoplasm is concealed dynamic because it possesses an electrical potential. When a protoplasm is stimulated or excited, even with psychic power, an electric current is sparked in it which flows along the full length of the tissue or organ of which it is part. That is its concealed dynamite. This protoplasmic electric current, of course, is feeble. Except in animals, you need a delicate mechanism to detect it. But that renders it no less significant. With that concealed dynamite in your nerves, you can drive your psychic power command through them to any part of your brain or body which you want to rule. The Disadvantages of Command Adaptation there are certain guys to follow. However, in order to extract the maximum efficiency from this concealed dynamite, electrically speaking, nerve tissue does not exhaust itself. It promptly regains its electrified state once the electric current passes out of it into the destined tissue. But it does adapt itself to a constantly flowing current. 
Adaptation to all forms of stimulation, in fact, seems to be universal, property of protoplasm. That is why you should never drive your psychic power command through your own nerves or through those of other people longer than one or two seconds at a time. Your nerves and theirs would adapt themselves to it and would no longer respond to it. You don't have to wait nevertheless before driving the same psychic power command through your nerves to theirs still more times. Just suddenly increase or decrease its intensity and it will stimulate your nerves or theirs to respond to it all over again. Finale. Now you know the fantastic potential of your primitive autoconscious and the scientific basis for it. You just need to find out how to put its different parts under psychic power control so you can awaken it and start profiting swiftly and extraordinarily by making its fantastic potential work for you. This book, Cyclomancy, The Secret of Psychic Power Control, will do that for you. What merely developing 1% of your primitive unconscious can do for you. You already know that your primitive autoconscious is your unknown self, but you don't have to awaken your primitive autoconscious completely. Just develop or awaken your unknown self by no more than 1% and you will be converted into a miracle among men. You can barely imagine what your mind can accomplish solely by controlling through your primitive autoconscious self, your body's physiology, its biochemistry, its neurology, its psychology, and bioelectrics. Look at what the yogis can accomplish with theirs. Yes, with it, you too can reach out for the mysterious powers of your mind and body, for powers which will stagger their imagination and which could multiply your effectiveness in everything you undertake by 109 times. Just think of it, multiply your effectiveness as a person by 109 times. How could they achieve that? That can be simply explained. It is an accepted fact, first of all, that you use but one-tenth of your mental known self. In other words, nine times of what you use of your known self remains unused, but you use practically no part of your primitive unconscious. So, a hundred times of what you use of your unknown self or your primitive autoconscious remains unused. Hence, a total of nine times plus a hundred times of both your known and unknown selves or a hundred and nine times remains unused. That is why the yogis and mystics accomplish miracles. They are using their mental powers in the proportion of 109 to your one. They are 109 times more effective than you with their minds. And the mind controls the body. No wonder they outclassed you in the use of their minds and bodies. But you don't have to be 109 times more effective than other people in order to outclass them. You need to be but one-tenth more effective than they. And they will not compare with you. So just develop or awaken your primitive autoconscious by a mere 1% and you will be using 11% of your combined known and unknown selves while other people will still be using only 10% of their combined selves. That will render you one-tenth or 10% more effective than they. But hold this in mind. In school, on the job, in athletics, in romance, in popularity, in business, in anything you undertake. If you surpass anybody by 10%, you will outclass them. A firm that consistently earns 10% more profit than the rival firm will drive the rival firm out of business. And why? Because the losing firm will steadily earn less and less as it loses more and more business to the first until it is outclassed by the first firm by 20%, then 30 until it is driven bankrupt. 
The same rule applies in competition with people, socially or in business. At first, you outclass your rival by 10%. That routes him psychologically and discourages his best efforts. Before long, you outclass him by 15, by 20, by 25, and more. By then, he is vanquished and under your control. That is why you need to master how to develop your primitive autoconscious and use the hidden power of your mind and body by no more than 1%. So, get started on it at once. This is the end of Lesson 1. I want to thank you for listening. This is Divine Energy, and may you have a beautiful human experience. Until next time.